Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Presented by T-Mobile the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Here's your host, Zach Gill. All righty, rocking and rolling. It is the Zach Gelb Show on CBS Sports Radio. Um, we'll get to take five in just a second. John Jansen's going to join us coming up. 20 minutes from now, the former Michigan offense alignment, the host of Necessary Roughness with Lang and Jansen to preview the big game, the game between Michigan and Ohio State, which I'll be in attendance for in the big house on Saturday. I first don't want to play for you before we get to take five, and I give you my top five teams in college football in the NFL. This is uh, Andrea Kramer on Real Sports with Brian Gumbel talking to Colts owner Jim Ursay on his 2014 DUI arrest. Listen up. I am prejudiced against because I'm a rich white billionaire. If I'm just a, the average guy down the block, they're not pulling me in. Of course not. Do you know what it's going to sound like if people hear you say they're prejudiced against a rich white billionaire? I don't billionaire? care what it sounds like. It's the truth. I don't, you know, Andre, I could give a damn what people think, how anything sounds or sounds like. The truth is the truth, and I know the truth. Well, Jim Harris is a fraud. Here's why. Because you could give a damn what people think about you. But now you are going on a tweeting tirade and a rant about something that I guess Stephen A. Smith and Molly Karam and Kimberly Martin said today. Yeah, you're freaking out, going nuts on Twitter. I'll get to those tweets in just a second. But Jim Irsay was arrested. He pled guilty, too, to DUI. Now, he claims the reason why he failed the sobriety test was because he just had hip surgery and he couldn't walk. So even though he may look at this and say publicly, ah, it wasn't worth it, put it up with the legal fees and all that, you're worth so much money. If you wanted to clear your name and you legitimately had hip surgery and that's why you couldn't walk, wouldn't you not plead guilty? So this is a joke. And let me say this too, because tonight a lot of people go out and a lot of people do a lot of things. And then for some reason, they get in the car and they drive. This is a very personal matter to me. My mother, years ago, before I was even born, like when she was a teenager, got hit by a drunk driver who was driving under the influence. She got hit dead on. The driver was going down the, the wrong way of the street into oncoming traffic, hits my mother. My mother went through the windshield and landed up on his car. My mother was lucky to still be alive. If you are intoxicated, 
if you are taking drugs, whatever you're doing, out at a bar, in your house, not my business. But you get in a car, it's not going to end well. You're either going to end up in jail, you're going to harm yourself, or you're going to harm somebody else. And guess what? If you get away with it, and you don't get arrested, you don't harm yourself, you don't harm somebody else, you'll do it again, and eventually it will catch up to you. So I don't want to hear Jim Irsay, who pled guilty to DUI, now say, yeah, it was because of my hip surgery. If that was the case, you shouldn't have been a dummy, and you shouldn't have pled guilty then. That's ridiculous from Jim Irsay. And now he's tweeting on, on just a tirade. First, you're gonna a first take, you're gonna get your ass sued because there was no alcohol, no illegal drugs. $29,000 is low for me to be carrying in 2014 arrest. I give away $2,000 to $10,000 to the homeless and needed, needy on the streets all the time and pass it on, making the world better. Okay, then why'd you plead guilty? If you weren't under the influence, why'd you plead guilty, Jim? And then he goes on to say a bunch of stuff that doesn't matter. My grandparents came from Ellis Island with just a shirt on their back, penniless and escaping Jewish, uh, Jewish concentration camps. I grew up in a horrible home where both my brother and sister died in a car crash in 1971. I worked uh, for my living, bought 30% of the Colts bank lo- on bank loan. Like, what does any of this stuff mean? Like, it has nothing to do, and I say this as a Jewish man, it has nothing to do with you getting pulled over and you getting arrested and you pleading guilty. And, and this is where he goes to a new low. And on first take, the woman that preceded Stephen A, how dare you pretend to know me? I don't know your name and I don't care to. Clearly you do because you're tweeting about her. If my black mother Dorothy was still alive, you'd be in some big hot water. You are mean and ugly. You're a nothing burger. Jim Ursay now is allowed to say who's uh, attractive in this world. Jim, have you looked into the mirror? Have you seen the way that you look? Yeah, give me a break. And I guess he's talking about Molly Karam or, or Kimberly Martin. But that's right. So you don't like someone's opinion? So you go, oh, you're ugly? I'm like, give me a break. This guy's such a loser. Hey, the, Roger Goodell, if he had any balls, would call Jim Ursay up right now and say, stop tweeting. Like, give me your, give me your, your ex account. We, we need to deactivate this. And then he tweets a photo of, I guess it's him and Edron James. And he says, hey, Stephen A., my friend and buddy Edron James from Spain on vacation together say, get a life, fool. You ain't got a clue, fool. Now, do me a favor, boy. Play me that clip one more time of Jim Ursay on his 2014 uh, DUI arrest. Uh, this courtesy of, uh, once again, uh, Real Sports. I am prejudiced against because I'm a rich white billionaire. If I'm just uh, the average guy down the block, they're not pulling me in. Of course not. Do you know what it's going to sound like if people hear you say they're prejudiced against a rich woman? I don't care what it sounds like. It's the truth. I don't, you know, Andre, I could give a damn what people think, how anything sounds or sounds like. The truth is the truth. And I know the truth. I could give a damn what people say about you. And why do you care what First Take says about you? That, that's what I would say to Jim. And him saying he got pulled over because he's a white billionaire. Well, if you have all this money, which we know you do, why'd you plead guilty? Why'd you, if, if you were innocent, why did you plead guilty? It's a joke from Jim Irsay. He's an, he's an embarrassment to the NFL.
That's what he is. He's a constant clown. And the only good thing he ever did was speak his mind against Daniel Snyder. That's the only good thing Jim Mercy's ever done for the NFL. He's a joke. He's a loser. And, like, listen, I'm not, you know, going to be the grammar police here, but, like, these tweets, he's got <laughs> you know, commas I needed to laugh in the wrong there, place. Good job. <laughs> he's got commas in the wrong place. He's got, like, the wrong you're. He's th- he said you're mean and ugly. Like, he's talking like, I, I mean, listen, I don't want to make any accusations, but it sounds like he's drunk or high or something. Like, yeah, the way I, he's I, typing, I don't want to go there. Yeah, but you, the, the way he's He's, he's typing, tweeting like he's stupid. There's something. There's something like he's his his mind is is just like out in the ether. It makes no sense yeah. what he's saying. the The content makes no sense, but the way he's typing, he clearly there's and, something going on. And don't get me wrong. There's sometimes when you're rich, you're successful, you're famous, you get treated the wrong way. People try to tear you down, and people try to do things that are unfair to try to get some of your money and benefit off your fortune. But don't tell me this nonsense. You got pulled over and profiled because you're a rich white billionaire. And then, oh, you failed the sobriety test because you had a hip replacement or you had hip surgery. And then, oh, yeah, you pled guilty because you just wanted it to go away. Once again, you have all this money. Have all of it. Fight it. If that's true, if, he, if he's telling the truth that he failed the sobriety test, which is tough for me to believe, because he couldn't walk because he had hip uh, surgery, that's... Something easy that you could fight here. But that's not what he did. He he pled guilty. All righty. Let's go to uh, Take 5 Wednesday. This is that Gelb Show on CBS Sports Radio. As the dust settles from last week's games, it's time to look at which teams are rising Touchdown! and which are falling. And there's an interception. Zach ranks his top five NFL and college football teams on this week's edition of Take 5, only on the Zach Gelb Show. All right, let's start off in college football because I think it's easier. Ohio State, I've kept you out of my top five for the last few weeks. Welcome to the top five in at number five. Four, Oregon, big game this weekend against Oregon State. Whole lot of fun. I think Oregon is one of the more complete teams in the country. Absolutely love Dan Lanning, and their one loss on the year is to Washington, where the game didn't get to overtime because their kicker missed a field goal. Number three, Washington. Washington had two weeks where they kind of didn't impress, but this team is undefeated, and their defense was called into question. And their defense was phenomenal up against Oregon State where their offense got shut out in the second half. And that's a tough environment and also uh, bad weather conditions. So Washington in at three. Michigan's number two outside of Georgia, who's number one. I believe Michigan's the second most complete team in the country, even though their offensive line's not as strong as the last two years. They still have a good offensive line with some injuries. McCarthy, I think, will be good enough on uh, Saturday to make a big play like the receiving core. Uh, Blake Corm's a stud. Donovan Edwards is a stud. And there's some guys on that defense, Sandrill, Jenkins, et cetera, uh, that just make plays. So Michigan in at two, and then Georgia is in at one. And we all know the SEC title game is going to be hyped up in a big way coming up uh, next week with Georgia and Alabama. So Ohio State five, Oregon four, Washington three, Michigan two, Georgia in the number one spot. Speak now, bro. Hold your peace, Samter. It's about time you put Ohio State in your top five. Continue they were ranked number one by the college football playoff committee for a few weeks. So yeah. glad well, they're well, finally well, there. Well, guess what? They're in my top five for one week. They lose to Michigan. 
justice for Zach Gill. The well-deserved for all the uh, takes I had to take from those Ohio State Buckeye fans. Could be fun. Now, the team they supplanted now, in your top five. Now, if it goes the other five. way real quickly where Ohio oh. State wins, man, I'm going to have a lot of egg on my face. A lot of egg. I'll bring the egg in, and I'll be the one yeah. who helps supply it to your face. You know, I, I got some vacation days still left on the calendar. Maybe I'll take all next week off. No, I wouldn't do that. Go ahead. You know what, Zach? I wouldn't blame you if you did, because the amount of heat you would get from Ohio State Buckeye fans would be fine. through the roof. Now, the team that Ohio State supplanted in your top five was Florida State. Do you think that Florida State falls out of your top five because you just don't think they're as good without Jordan Travis? Or are you kind of like in a wait-and-see mode to see how important Jordan Travis was to that team? I think in national media, I've been the most positive person about Florida State since before the start of the season where I predicted them to win the ACC. I love the Florida State program. I took them out of my top five, even though there could still be a path for them to get to the college football playoff. They win the next two games are undefeated. We had this conversation earlier. It's going to be a crazy debate. But I took them out of the top five just because of the Jordan Travis injury. And now there's an unknown at the quarterback spot. Now, the other two teams that have been there in speak now for a little while is Bama and Texas. Do you legitimately think that Bama and Texas are outside of the top five as, as far as being not one of the five best teams in the country or that their resume for the college football playoff is outside the top five as far as uh, uh, college football playoff eligibility? Gotcha. So Texas, I don't think they are worthy right now to be in the top five. I don't. Um, for Alabama, I would say the same thing as well. But if you put like Alabama on a field tomorrow against Washington or Florida State, even though I have great respect for Washington and Florida State, I truly don't know who's going to win that game. Um, Texas, I think it would be close as well. So you can make a case for why they should be in. But for Alabama, I won't fully get back on them, even though I've been positive about them the last few weeks, until they beat Georgia in the SEC championship game. And it's tough right now to put Alabama in front of Texas, even though the committee may do that eventually, because Texas beat Alabama and Tuscaloosa. All righty, NFL. This was tough. Finding the five teams wasn't tough. It was ordering the teams. In at number five, Kansas City Chiefs. Three weeks in a row, the offense didn't score in the second half. Defense is great. Offense has problems. Wide receivers got to catch the ball. Number four, Dan Campbell's Detroit Lions. They're in at number four. They're eight and two. They're going to be nine and two after tomorrow when they take care of business up against the Danat. Go, Pack, go. Number three. It is the 49ers. I was really close to putting the Lions in front of the 49ers. I did think the injuries caught up to the 49ers during that three-game losing streak. I said, don't get crazy. Don't freak out. Don't buy stock in the 49ers. They're still one of the best teams in football. You get Trent Williams back. You get Debo Samuel back. And look what happens. Brock Purdy goes back to looking like he's a great quarterback. Number two, Baltimore Ravens. At home, They I know they lost to the Browns uh, two weeks ago. But at home, they blew out the Seahawks. They blew out the Lions. Baltimore has this phenomenal defense. Offensively, I still think they're finding their way. And they're still 8-3. and three, And Lamar's healthy. And they just need Lamar to be healthy. And they're as good as anybody in the AFC if number eight is healthy. And the number one, the Philadelphia Eagles. Nine and one. Still haven't even played their best brand of football yet. Kind of slept walk through the first three halves, uh, first three quarters in Kansas City. And then came alive in the fourth quarter and found a way to defeat the Kansas City Chiefs. So five Chiefs, four Lions who beat the Chiefs, three 49ers, 
two Ravens, and one, the Philadelphia Eagles. Samter, speak now forever. Hold your peace. You know, there's actually a few teams that belong in here. Usually there's one or two, sometimes three. That I belong. got four teams mm. that I, uh, I think can make a case for that top five. Let's start with the Cleveland Browns. You've been all over them this week oh, oh, about how oh, good that oh. defense is and all they need is a quarterback. Why don't they sneak into your top five? Here we go, Brownies. Here we go. Woof, woof. Uh, very simple. I still don't trust the quarterback. And their defense is phenomenal. But I think it helped when they were going up against an inept offense that couldn't put up points. And you just need Dorian Thompson-Robinson to do something woof, at the woof. end of the game. So that's why I don't put the Browns in the top five. I Like, if I had to take the, the Browns and put them in, I'd take Kansas City out. I'll still trust Mahomes with a good defense than Dorian Thompson-Robinson with a great defense and Mahomes still having no wide receivers. So I'll still trust more of the Chiefs there. All right, and then they're rising. I mean, they've got a couple wins in a row. Dak looks hot. The Dallas Cowboys, I mean, I know we have to see what happens in the playoffs, but the Cowboys look legit. Can they beat somebody? And I'm not talking about the Giants twice. I'm not talking about the Jets and the Pats and the Chargers. There's two biggest games of the season. They're a good team, not a great team. They lost to Philadelphia, but they gave a great effort. They still lost the game. And then they also lost and got destroyed, dominated by the San Francisco 49ers. So they're good. They're in the top 10, but they're not deserving of the top five right now. All right, and then the Jacksonville Jaguars. We have no idea what the Jaguars are. Just when we think that they're the best, they get smashed. Just when we think that they're yeah. not the team, they just rise back up again. Where are so, the Jaguars? So there's different levels here with the Dolphins, the Jaguars, and the Cowboys, who all have good records. There's different levels of who you think are, are like the better team. But for the Dolphins, the Jaguars, and the Cowboys, in their biggest games of the year, they come up small. Jacksonville lost to Kansas City. Jacksonville uh, got blown out by the 49ers. Dolphins lose to the Eagles, lose to the Bills, um, lose to the Chiefs. So I look at all three of those teams, the Cowboys, the Jaguars, and the Dolphins, all as teams that they're good, but they're not great, and they don't beat the marquee opponents. All righty, that's the Take 5 Wednesday, the Zach Gelb Show on CBS Sports Radio. Ohio State in at 5, Oregon in at 4, Washington 3, Michigan 2, Georgia 1. And in the NFL, Chiefs 5, Lions 4, 49ers 3, Ravens 2, Eagles 1. We'll you, take told a- me, you told me you were going to have another AFC South team, though, in the top five. Okay. The Tennessee Titans. Let's. Here's the thing here, Boyle. You are filling in on the show. Remember that. We, I see Jack Stern in the newsroom. Maybe, maybe Jack will, uh, maybe not. <laughs> Come on back. John Jansen uh, will join us and we will chat with the former Michigan offensive lineman also played for the Detroit lions and the uh, Washington commanders. I've got to go call my grandmother, get her wooden spoon. And I'll beat boil up. We'll see if he survives the next 40 minutes of the show, but John Jansen will join us next. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put 
put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All righty, this is Zach Gelb show on CBS Sports Radio. We're gearing up for the game coming up on Saturday between Ohio State and Michigan. I'll be in Ann Arbor. Get in there early Friday morning. Going to the game on Saturday. Can't wait for it. And now joining us is a former Michigan offense alignment, a part of the team's radio broadcast now. And he is the host of Necessary Roughness with Lang and Jansen. You can hear him on the ticket as well. He's all over the place with Stony Mornings 97.1, the ticket. That is John Jansen. John, appreciate the time. How are you? Hey, good evening. It's great to hear from you, Zach. Yeah, I appreciate you coming on. Um, so I don't want to bury the lead here. We'll get to that game coming up on Saturday. But how about Dan Campbell on your show the other day saying that Turkey's basically trash and what he does on Thanksgiving is just eat a lot of ham. Uh, I was I was shocked. Not only that, but he said he doesn't like a stuffing or dressing. Uh, I I couldn't believe it. If, if there was anybody coaching in the game of football that I thought would be a turkey, mashed potatoes, dressing covered in gravy would have been Dan Campbell. But, uh, hey, to each their own. Uh, at least he went with uh, with another protein and went with some swine in the, uh, in the ham. Well, he better not be a fraud after the Lions go to 9-2 and two and take care of business against the Packers. If he's eating a turkey leg on the field on Thursday, I would think uh, very lowly of Dan Campbell after what he said. <laughs> you know what? Hey, in the moment, uh, if, if you're presented with that turkey leg, it's a tradition, it's a classic, and if they win, I mean, shoot, they haven't won since 2016. If he wants to take a turkey leg, uh, if he wants to go vegan, I don't care. Just win the damn game. <laughs> but this is personal for me. So for years, I've kind of led this charge, has been known as the radio guy that has said turkey's overrated, turkey's not good. Uh, my family, the main dish is lasagna on Thanksgiving. And I've had a lot of people reach out to me, say, what you, what you talk about turkey, you're absolutely right. So I'm accepting of others that admit that turkey is not great. But for your Thanksgiving, uh, John Jansen, what, what are some of your favorite food items? Are you a traditional person? It's a good thing you told me after I was on the phone that you're not a turkey guy or else I would have hung up. That's, <laughs> well, you would have been a dope. You would have been wrong. It wouldn't have been the first time, John. Oh, my goodness. It seems very un-American uh, that you wouldn't want to have turkey. I mean, Obviously, we'll have turkey, and I'm 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 a pretty basic dude. I've got turkey, mashed potatoes, uh, green bean casserole, stuffing, and then it's all obviously covered in as much gravy as my plate will hold. 
Well, I find it funny of a kid crying in the background the moment that you say that you're going to have turkey. The kid doesn't even like turkey in the background right now. Oh, he's begging for it. That's what he wants. We're, <laughs> we're, we're heading out to dinner right now, and he's, uh, he's jonesing for uh, tomorrow's dinner already. All right, let's get to the game, John Jansen. I won't keep you here forever because I know you got to get to dinner. Uh, where is your confidence level in J.J. McCarthy entering the game on Saturday? Oh, it's high. Um, and I tell you what, I think J.J., um, it really comes down to the protection. If he can be protected by this Michigan offensive line, um, he's going to be able to surgically pick apart the Ohio State defense. But the, the, the problem hasn't been – J.J. and his ability to throw, he's even really good at getting outside the pocket. It's been since the Purdue game. It was Purdue, it was Penn State, and then Maryland last week. We've struggled protecting J.J. At the end of the Penn State game, he took a hit, came up a little bit lame, and uh, is, is, is going to be fine. Uh, doesn't think, uh, I don't think there's anything going on with him anymore, but that's the main issue. You've got to find a way to protect him. If you give him time, He'll be very accurate like he has been for the most part all season long. When you look at Ohio State, uh, outside of all right, the, their response and the Ryan Day and the Harbaugh stuff, I'm just talking about the team. How do you view this Ohio State team this go-around? Well, it's, it, it, you know, in terms of their wide receivers, it's, it's classic Ohio State, right? They've got the best receivers in the country. They've got who I think is the most outstanding player uh, in college football and Marvin Harrison Jr. You got Julian Fleming, Amika Igbuka. I mean, you've got talent there. The difference this year is you've got a healthy running back in Travion Henderson. They are, if Ryan Day sticks with the game plan of being able to throw the ball, run the ball, and mix it up, they become very hard to defend. Um, offensive line-wise, I don't think they're as strong as they were the last couple of years. Um, and Kyle McCord is definitely not Justin Fields, and he's not C.J. Stroud. So it, that's really where their weakness is, and, and that's why when you ask about J.J., he's got to be that guy that I described. If he is, Michigan will win this game uh, because Cal McCord is just not that same type of quarterback that they've been used to having. On a scale of 1 to 10, 1 no confidence, 10 all the confidence in the world, John Jansen, where's your confidence that Michigan wins this game? Well, I'd be an 8. Um, I got to be honest, I'm pretty confident, but you never go into this game overconfident. If anybody goes in saying they're a 10, um, you're, uh, you're, you're in for a beating. Uh, and it's, uh, this is going to be a physical matchup. And, uh, you know, whether or not you believe Ryan Day is right, that his team is tough, I've never been one that you got to proclaim it, you got to see it on the field. And this is going to be the most physical game these guys will play all season long. It's going to be the toughest game. It's going to come down to who wants it more, who's willing to win inside the trenches. If your offensive line, your defensive lines are going to be tough, they're going to be physical, that's what's going to give you the edge in this game. And I really do think as well, like the last few years, we've seen the way that Michigan has just dominated in the trenches. And last year, Michigan with McCarthy was able to make the big play. This Ohio defense is better than the ones the last two years. I think it comes down to can Michigan go create a big play, and that's ultimately what I think will determine this game, John. Yeah, and it really comes down to being able to block JT off the edge and uh, Jack Sawyer off the other edge. If you can find a way, whether it's tight end, it's running back chip, it's, it's motion, it's personnel, whatever you can do to slow them down, 
that's going to give you a, a good opportunity because they're good defensively. They're better in the secondary than they have been, um, and it is. It, it's a much better defense, and they're playing at a higher level. They're playing, you know, uh, connected. The the rush with the secondary. I mean, they're they're playing really good football. So uh, it's it's going to be a lot of fun. I can tell you that. And did I hear you're going to be in town? Yeah, I'm going to be in town. I get in Friday morning, and uh, I'll be there Saturday for the game. Obviously. All right. Hey, we will be pulling in at 5.30 a.m. I expect you at our tailgate by 6 o'clock when the lot opens up. Send me the details. I never pass up free booze and, and free uh, f- free food as well. Um, I will definitely hit you up on, on those details. Before I let you run, just two more with John Jansen. Um, obviously, the stallion stuff, the sign-stealing scandal has been a part of this. What do you say to Ohio State fan that just says, John, the only reason Michigan beat Ohio State the last two years was because you had our signs? Well, then you're not listening to Ryan Day because they, he, he said early on that they knew last year that Michigan had their signs. They changed things up. They went with the huddle. They did different things um, last year. So if, if you don't believe Ryan Day, um, then I'm not sure what you're, what you're talking about, what you're thinking about. He, they already made their adjustments, uh, and last year Michigan was able to beat them uh, at their own game. And then finally, before we let you run, you're doing uh, Morton Drive. Um, in Detroit, the Lions, right, they, they've been, I know this game is the story, but the Lions have really been the story this year that everyone could get behind. Um, and they haven't uh, won a division title since 93, haven't won a playoff game since 1991. They're 8-2. They'll be 9-2 and two after tomorrow after taking care of Green Bay. How far do you think the Lions can really take this thing this year? Uh, I think, I, I mean, I would love to say that they're a Super Bowl contender, and certainly – that's in the cards. It's a low percentage, um, and you got to be dealt the right hand. But I, I think they definitely have the potential to get to an NFC championship game. Home field advantage for the Lions. And then if they win their division, uh, and you, you nailed it. Like, they've got one playoff win in the last 60-plus years. They've, they've got to host a playoff game. They need to be able to have that advantage at home because it's such a young team. Jared Goff. Uh, and we saw it on display last week. Like, you know, he didn't play great uh, at the beginning of that game, but he's got that veteran presence that can bring you back. But there's so many young guys that have never – they don't understand what the tempo of playoffs is like, what the excitement, what the energy is like. So if they could have one, two – I mean, shoot, with only two losses right now, I mean, the Eagles look great, but they're still in the running for home field advantage throughout. John, appreciate the time. Thanks so much. Enjoy dinner. Thanks for doing this. Hope to link up with you this weekend. That sounds great. We'll see you Saturday morning. You got it. There he is, John Jansen, joining us on the Zach Gelb Show on CBS Sports Radio. Always enjoy when we get to chat with him. All righty, let's do this. We'll take a break right now. We'll come on back. I want to play you some of this Scott Mitchell audio and after watching the Barry Sanders documentary. You know, isn't it funny? But this is how you know I'm getting a little bit older. Not that I'm like an old curmudgeon, you know, uh, uh, just a pain in the ass old man. But usually the night before Thanksgiving, you would go out, you would party, you would have fun. Tonight, I'm not doing anything. I'm going home, I'm eating some dinner, and I think I'm going to watch like three things on TV. I'm going to watch the Barry Sanders uh, documentary because now I'm intrigued about it. I'm going to watch the uh, Barstool Sports Advisors and see Stu Finer like, uh, throw pies in his face and just go crazy. And then, we, oh, I got the Rangers tonight, too, up against the Penguins. Those are the three things I'm going to do. I- I've, like, become a loser now the night before Thanksgiving. Become? Oh, hey-oh. It's all right. Come on.
like Samter's just sitting there. I'll, I'll go get the hammer out, we'll whack a mole, and say goodbye to Samter, and, and that will be it. It's fine. You but, guys do anything like, like Boyle? I know you're like a, a frat wannabe star. Uh, you know, you're you're a party rock star. Uh, are you doing anything tonight? Um, I'm not going nuts, and I'm not going home. That's the thing. I I was hosting yesterday after you, and I refuse to go home and have those awkward conversations with people that are within 10 years older or younger of me, and you don't want to talk to them, but then you run into them at a bar because you're home. Mm-hmm. And the only reason that you would ever be there is to try to hook up with somebody that you missed out on in high school. So, no, <laughs> I'm here tomorrow all day doing updates. I'm mm-hmm. hosting locally in the Black Friday morning, so I will. Mm-hmm. So what are you doing tonight? I'll probably go to a bar, have a couple drinks, and watch some, some basketball and hockey, but nothing crazy. Okay, and you already ate dinner, right? Uh, yes. I was going to say, you want to go get dinner after the show, but uh, shucks, guess guess we can't do that. Well, it depends who's paying. <laughs> you got the host salary. It's <laughs> <laughs> a fair point. <laughs> Maybe I'll get a meal with Boyle after the show. Belletti, they're off. Belletti ain't doing you, anything. You for real? <laughs> By the time I get out of here, I'm going to wind up with... Belletti's just hoping the car works this time on the way home. <laughs> uh, let, let, let me get home. Let's see if the six-month-old is crying. Is a three-year-old. Apparently, he's got a fever. Let's see if the nine-year-old doesn't want to go to sleep. Yeah, I, uh, I don't know why. I, I sometimes I mean, come get, on now. I sometimes get intrigued by like other people's misfortunes and and um, I don't. Oh, you know. want misery? Yeah, come here. No, me, well, yeah, I got it. So you told me the other day <laughs> that someone in your family got sick, and that's what you're supposed to go to for Thanksgiving. So what are you doing now? Uh, now all kinds, all kinds of monkey. Right, my sister got sick, so we were supposed to go there. Okay, so that's done. Then my mom was going to host, so apparently she's now cooking a feast, pushing 80 years old because she can't have anybody do anything for yeah. her. Uh, but now I did get a text about an hour ago. My daughter, my three-year-old, has got a fever. Aye. So I don't know what the story is with her. We may not be able to go because if she's sick, can't get old people sick. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Can you just do me a favor here? Mm. Can, can you just run this line by your wife tonight? Mm. I really want to go to Thanksgiving. I haven't had a real Thanksgiving in a long time. How about you watch the kids? I'll go to Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> just Yeah. Uh, I think we might be ordering Chinese. Is basically, yeah. <laughs> I think that's what we might be doing. I right, just, just we'll give you a recorder. You walk in the house, and we'll, we'll see what happens there. Marco's gonna get hit yeah. by a by a wooden spoon. Uh, or a I shoe. mean, honestly, come on, that's a solid plan, though. What Chinese food, if nothing else. I mean, that's what yeah. I'm saying. Like, if we can't, if we wind up and I got the sick kids and whatever, and we're gonna wind up be the we've been the house of disease apparently for the last three months. Yeah, wait, hold on. Last three months, I feel like this has been like the last it's half year. It's ongoing for since September. It's I a swear to you, dish. it's disgusting. I mean, little How kids. How old are your kids? They're nasty. The germs infested. One's like nine, four months. I got nine, three, and six months. Oh, jeez. And the three-year-old and the six-month-old have been sick for two months. Now, every time your kids get sick, do you get sick? Oh yeah, all the time. Uh, I mean, pretty much, yeah. Okay. Because as much as you you can't avoid them, well, what are we going to do? Say, like, oh, the three-year-old's sick. Put her in a room. Like, I mean, yeah. you got to take care of them. And usually after you hold them and they cough in your face and basically spit on you for a week, you're going to get sick. I just have this, like, vision of Marco Belletti just in, like, a, a bathrobe, walking in, sitting down on, like, a small stool, reading a book, like, Good Night Moon or something like that to your kids when, when they're sick. What am sick. I, Hugh Hefner? What am I in a bathrobe <laughs> sitting on a stool? <laughs> I mean, like, like Tony here? Soprano, kind of, I mean, with, uh, with the uh, wife beater shirt on, too. I mean, I know I live in a crap shack. I don't sit on a stool. <laughs> I got a couch. <laughs> I just picture Marco never is out of the Yankee hat and a, and a colored yeah, flannel. That's a good See, point, See, actually, the hat comes off the second I walk in the door. That's the first and thing And the sweatpants go right on. Marco's Pretty closet, much. it's all just different colored flannels and different Yankee hats. You, you walk much. around your house with, in just boxers? No. Okay. No. Gotcha. Uh, did I when I lived alone? Sure. Yeah. 
uh, you know, you got three kids. I'm just you and the wife before the kids came around? You box just boxes? Um, sometimes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes. Yeah, but, I mean, she hated me then, too. So it was pretty yeah. much, you know, <laughs> put some clothes on. Yeah. All righty. It is a Zach Gelb show on CBS <laughs> Sports Radio. We'll come on back. We'll preview the three games for tomorrow and also got to play you some audio from this uh, reaction to the Barry Sanders doc. Rock your body. Hey, this is Howie. And this is Nick. From We're the Factory Boys. Boys. And you're listening to the Zach Gelp Show on CBS Sports Radio. And guess what? Zach is back. All right. He's live. He's nationwide on CBS Sports Radio. This is the Zach Gelb Show. All right, this is Zach Gelb Show on CBS Sports Radio. Uh, maybe I'll go grab a drink with Boyle after the show. Maybe on my dime, too. I got to eat some dinner, too. Westville good, Boyle? You down to go right next to uh, the building and go to Westville after the show? I could do that. Okay. Samter, you down or, or you got uh, obligations? I'm assuming Samter's uh, very busy. Samter's a very busy guy. He's all business. Even even during the holiday tomorrow, Samter's going to be uh, dealing uh, with some business. But um, I got to eventually watch today at some point this Barry Sanders doc on Amazon Prime. I did see that former Lions quarterback Scott Mitchell. I guess he gets torn apart and is the reason to blame, let's just say, for Barry Sanders not getting to a Super Bowl. Well, he posted... On Facebook, like last night he watches the doc, then he posts on Facebook at 3 a.m. I'm so tired of hearing how I was the reason that Barry Sanders never won a Super Bowl. I'm so tired of hearing how I was not a good QB. My only response is bleep you all. That includes Eminem and Jeff Daniels. (laughs) I love the fire. Because you could envision this. You could definitely envision this. So you're the quarterback, you go to watch the Barry Sanders documentary, you sit down, and I have not seen it yet, but I'm assuming it gets torn to pieces and shredded to pieces in the dock. And then you're watching this and you're seeing all these people go after you. And I guess Eminem's in the dock and he's going after uh, Scott Mitchell. And Scott goes, as he's probably about to go to bed, yeah, I'm going to fire off a Facebook post. Bleep you all. I love that. There's nothing more that I like than an older guy on Facebook just shredding people to pieces. It's, a, it's such a, a dad thing to do, an older guy thing to do. So uh, Scott Mitchell sounded off. He joined Boomer and Geo on WFAN, also via the CBS Sports Network earlier this morning, and he uh, commented on his Facebook post about the Barry Sanders doc. I just got kind of tired of hearing about how I was the problem with things in, in Detroit and that if Barry just had a quarterback, you know, he would have been – a Super Bowl winner, you know, that, that, that it was kind of that missing piece. I just felt like I had to defend myself. I was a good player. I was a really good player. I just didn't get enough time in that system and with that strategy to make it work. And I just wanted more time is really, I think, what I was frustrated with in my time in Detroit. And every time we won, there was this pristine picture of Barry Sanders <laughs> on the front page and every time we lost, you know, I I'm getting ripped apart by five guys and, and I was okay with that. I really was. And, and I understood, you know, the nature of it. I just wanted more time and and that's really all it is. Now I love Barry Sanders and we know he's one of the more electrifying players in NFL history. I think I talked to Barry Sanders once a year at whatever event here and there um, for like the last three or four years, 
I don't know if, though, I was very inclined to watch this doc. After hearing Scott Mitchell's reaction, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to fire that up tonight. So Scott actually helps Barry Sanders maybe get more people to watch this documentary. Um, I want to play Shaka Smart. So last night, Marquette is a top five team in the nation. Depending on what their uh, outcome is going to be tonight, they could actually be the number one team. But last night, Shaka Smart took down Kansas, and there was a little kerfuffle during the game between Shaka Smart and Bill Self, and they were actually going at it, yelling at one another. Um, This is Shaka Smart via ESPN Milwaukee on his little spat with Bill Self. I probably shouldn't (laughs) have got so so excited, but I tell you what, I said this in the in the post game media. We're Marquette. We are Marquette, and we don't take a backseat to anyone. So if someone wants to step up and challenge us, okay, we're going to challenge them right back. And uh, Marquette right now is playing Purdue in this tournament. They are trailing Purdue 33-27. to The winner of this game will probably be the number one team in the country. I watched some of that. I didn't really get what the whole, like, fight was about between Shaka Smart and Bill Self, but I guess Shaka Smart was annoyed with something, and then he tried to fire up his team and send a message as he's trying to get Marquette back. And they had a good season last year, a little bit disappointing in the tourney. Uh, but Shaka Smart, right, one of the more lovable coaches with what he did with uh, Havoc at VCU and then also disappointing at Texas, but then realized it wasn't going to work at Texas and goes to Marquette. I think that's a uh, a good fit for Shaka Smart. And finally, I just want to play this before we get into the games coming up tomorrow. This is Tariq Woolen and Carson Wentz. This is uh, Tariq calling Carson Wentz after the Seahawks-Rams game as Wentz is now a backup, a legend. This is courtesy of Seahawks Twitter. Now you big as hell in person. Me? Hell you big yeah. As hell. I'm what supposed to fuck? be. You ain't supposed to be. I ain't, gonna, I, I ain't even gonna be a fangirl right now, chill, bro. No cap, bro. You a legend too, bro. Hell yeah. For real. Nice to meet you, man. So I'm Tariq, bro. Hell yeah. Nice to meet you. So there'd be one thing if there's some sort of college connection here because Carson Wentz played at North Dakota State and he ended up being the second overall pick in the draft. But can I just throw this theory out here? And, and you guys just let me know if you think this has any legs. Do you think there was a chance Tariq Woolen thought that was Matthew Stafford? The the Ram, like, they're playing the Rams. You see this big white guy quarterback walking over. Do you think Tariq Woolen was like, hey, Matthew Stafford, you're a legend. Just didn't say Matthew. And then it's Carson Wentz? Because I kind of explore this. I don't see what the connection would be why Woolen would think Wentz is a legend here. I don't think I don't think after playing the entire game right. against Stafford that he would then yeah. see Never Carson Wentz. Never know they got Wentz. helmets on. Yeah, I just I, it sounds stupid, but maybe he fell in love with the Philadelphia Eagles when he was in college or when yeah. he was, I guess, in maybe even high school at that time. Right? Reeks, Reeks only like 25, 26. Yeah, second year in the league, and uh, Wentz that was back in 2017, 2016 when he first got to Philly and, and had that great MVP season. Or he should have won the MVP, and then he got hurt. So. Man, that was wild. That just shows you. You have one great year. Or you have one great You're a legend. You're the GOAT. I forgot who was it. It was Brandon Miller at the draft that said Paul George is his GOAT. There's a difference who your favorite player is and then who's the greatest player of all time or who we put in legendary status. Carson Wentz. Yeah. No. Not a legend. Finally, I hate to say it. I think all the teams that are expected to win tomorrow win. And I know that's usually chalk. I know that's low-hanging fruit. The Lions against the Packers, I like the Lions. Uh, Jordan Love looked better than what he actually is because the Chargers defense stinks a week ago. Cowboys, they'll beat the Commanders. That's what the Cowboys do. They beat up on bad teams. The Commanders are a bad team. 49ers, Seahawks, if there's going to be an upset, there's potentially one, but I'm not going to bet against the San Francisco 
49ers right now. So I think the 49ers win tomorrow. I think the Cowboys win tomorrow and the Lions win tomorrow. If you don't want to go up against the spread because the Lions seven and a half, Cowboys 12 and a half, the 49ers are seven. Moneyline parlay, you get it at minus 105 uh, with those three teams. I did throw together a funky, it was like over plus a thousand anytime touchdown parlay. It was uh, Sam Laporta, Brian Robinson Jr., and then Christian McCaffrey. I think that was like plus 1100 or plus 1200 on a uh, little parlay for any time touchdown. All righty, everybody. Uh, that is the Zach Gelb show on a Wednesday, and that's the actual last show of the week. Not here tomorrow, not here on Friday, and no eye on football for yours truly on Sunday. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Wonderful time of the year. Food, family, football. We'll be back on Monday at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. Make sure you give me a follow Twitter and Instagram. You'll see all the food tomorrow on my accounts at Zach Gelb. Z-A-C-H-G-E-L-B. You will not see a turkey. There's a little Zach Gelb show PSA. Turkey Thanksgiving. You know, very overrated. And then I'll be in Ann Arbor Friday, Saturday. Follow along there. And then Sunday afternoon, I will be at Lincoln Financial Field for Eagles and Bills. Have a great Thanksgiving, everybody. We out. Bye-bye. Peace. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.